Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Go ahead and grab a seat. It's good to see everybody. Amen. Point to somebody who says, good to see you. See you. Good to see you. Got some visitors, friends that we haven't seen for a while. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Merry, Merry Christmas to you guys. Amen. As we celebrate the birth of our son, uh, the birth of, of the son of, of Christ, of God. Amen. I'm all stumbling all over it right now. Amen. I need some water. Amen. But we're serving the, 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 the birth of our Savior. Amen. So it's good to gather. Amen. During this time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, excuse me one moment. Someone's calling me. Oh, my Lord. Mom. Mom, I'm busy right now, Mom. I, I know you love me, but you're watching me on Facebook right now. I'll call you later, okay? All right. All right. So, sorry about that. That's my mom. <laughs> oh, my mom's too much. Amen. <laughs> but I love her. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to jump back into our series. Amen. Put it all on. Somebody tell your neighbor, put it all on. Put it all on, amen. As we get ready to celebrate the birth of our Savior, amen, as we, as he came into the world, how many know that as a perfect gift for this season? Come on, Jesus was born to save us. Somebody say, save me. Save us from our sins. Come on. And not only did he come with his free gift of grace, come on, his amazing grace, he has given us the perfect Christmas gift this season, a gift that we can wear, and that is the armor of God. Amen. So I want to turn to the book of our text, amen, in Ephesians chapter 6, as we start to read at, from verse 10 to 15. Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 10 through 15. And the word of God says this. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on. Somebody say put on. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up. Somebody say, take up. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you'll be able to withstand in the day of evil. And having done all to stand, therefore, uh, it says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. Today, I want, I want to minister on put on your sandals. Look to your neighbor and say, put on your sandals. Put on your sandals. And for some of you, don't take off your shoes. Now I have a question for you. Why in the midst of describing our armor, 
would Paul throw in peace? He says to shod your feet or to cover your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. While the opposite of peace is what? War. Amen. Church, this is what you and I will face when we come with the peace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on, you ever notice whenever you start to mention the gospel, whether it be at work or out in the, out in the, uh, the uh, shopping somewhere or just your neighbor next door and you start talking about God, some people get a little uneasy. Come on, some people, come on, they, they may start arguing. Come on, some people make fun of you. Come on, I mean, sometimes uh, when you start to talk about the peace of God, it seems like sometimes all hell breaks out. Come on, somebody. Especially in the times that we're in right now, you know, they don't want to hear Jesus. They, they want justice. They want this. They want that. But nobody wants to hear about Jesus. No one wants to hear about the gospel. No one wants to hear about the one that died for them. Listen, part of our warfare, in the warfare that you and I are engaged, you can expect, listen, rejection from the gospel. Verse 15 says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. As we look further on the description of the armor, let's remember, tell your neighbor, remember, Remember what verse 12 says. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against palities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Church, our enemy, say my enemy, our enemy is Satan and his forces. It is not against each other. Come on. Tell your neighbor, I got nothing against you. Now, now say it and mean it. Come on. The, the battle's not between us, church. The enemy's making it between us, but it's not between us. Say, come on. Uh, these, these, these battles that we face, amen, are against principalities. Uh, they're against powers. They're against rulers of darkness, amen. They're against spiritual hosts of wickedness. That is who we fight against. That is who we war against, not against each other. Now look at your neighbor and say, I love you. Now don't look to the person that you really love. Look to somebody else. I love you all. So let's look, listen, let's look at the feet, the preparation, the gospel of peace. Tell your neighbor, get ready to put on your sandals. Come on, it says to shod your feet or to cover your feet with the sandals of the gospel. Shoes, listen church, shoes provide protection and footing. Shoes provide a stable position. It, it, it stabilizes you, it positions you. Roman soldiers uh, wore these sandals, these Roman sandals that, that were made with nails that were gripped to the ground firmly, kind of like football cleats. You got, there it is right there. That, 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 that was the sandals. 
that they wore. Of course, it was a little bit more strapped up. It was uh, a little bit deeper. But these sandals, listen, these sandals would provide the, 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 the position of war. It would position them. It would go into the ground. It would, it would lock into place, amen, to, to position themselves to fight the enemy or to fight those that are opposing them. And so these are the, the sandals, amen. Uh, and of course, the, the, the nails were much bigger than what's shown on the picture there. But even on slippery or, or, or slippery grounds, the sandals provided stability for the soldier. You see, when things seem to get a little slippery around you, come on. When it seems that it's a little bit harder to climb over this situation that's hitting your life, the sandals of the gospel, the sandals of peace, church, keep you firm and they keep you stable. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather fight? In the sandals, something that's a little bit more, more secure. These are mine, yes. These are my sandals of peace right here. But when you put on the sandals, a little bit of durable. You got the, you got the, the little grip on there, amen. And so, like those spikes here. Now, when you go into a fight, will you be rather wearing the, the sandals? Or the chancla. <laughs> Whose chancla is this? Because it's not mine. Oh, we found a match. I found my queen. Hallelujah. <laughs> my Cinderella. <laughs> but... Let's be honest, amen. Well, we're going to fight on something that's going to make you, give you a better grip, uh, something that's strapped around you, something that's not going to fly, or are you going to fight with a, a chancla? You ever ran in chanclas? You ever ran in chanclas that were wet? Church, listen, the devil, listen, the devil who we are opposing, the devil who we are supposed to be fighting against, checks out, listen, what you're wearing to this battle. Like I said before, one piece of armor is not good without the others. If you are wearing chanclas to this battle, you're not going to last very long. Listen, we don't go into a battle without the word of God, amen. We don't go into the battle, amen, without the peace of the sandals of the gospel. Can somebody say amen? See, when you are, when there's instability around you, amen, you better have your shoes on. You better have your sandals on. Ephesians chapter 6, 15 says this, for the shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In this battle, karate is not going to help you. Come on, I don't care how bad you think you are. It will not help you in this spiritual battle. Can somebody say amen? Even Bruce Lee, who is bad, 
needs to put on the shoes of peace in this battle. See, the Roman soldiers' sandals were, were overlaid with brass. And listen, brass represents authority. The Roman soldiers' training included tactics, how to take down a Roman or a soldier down. And one of those tactics, who can I bring up here? Raymond, stop writing and come over here. <laughs> Woo! He was writing and saying, oh, no, I'm taking notes. No, no, you can face me. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> but just get into a position like this. Now, Roman soldiers, oh, and, yeah, we need to pray for him some more. <laughs> just get like this. Let's get serious here. But one of, the, one, of the, so one of the things that when they would fight, they, of course, they had, the, they had their shield. They had their swords. Amen. They, they got their, their chanclas on. I mean, not the chanclas, but the sandals on. They were ready for fight. But one of the tactics was, as they're fighting, was to do a sweep. And they would hit them. Did you see that drop that I did right now? <laughs> he didn't even know it. it was coming. Amen. But that's what they would do. They, they would just sweep. And they were taught to hit them, and it will cause them to fall on their back. Give a hand for our brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. It was, it was kind of a sweeping action. Amen. And so this, this, the, the sandals, the pilots of support, as they, as they were ready to drop down, they were able to swing, amen, and then drop them to the ground. Amen. And the, the kill would be much easier. The feet of the soldier is as important as the arm swinging a sword. Some of you here today have been swept off your feet because you've been wearing chanclas instead of sandals. You've been taking the gospel way too easy. You've been taking it way to kick back, amen. And we're in a battle today, church, and the enemy's watching you. He's watching what you're wearing. He's watching what you're putting. He's watching how you get up. He's watching what you do. He watches if you don't pray. He watches all these things, church. And if you're coming out of the house with chanclas, he's going to sweep you down. Tell your neighbor, put on the sandals. See, chanclas, I might as well keep it in my hand, amen? Chanclas represent laziness. Chanclas represent kickback mode. Come on, not taking it too seriously. And the devil has a way with chancla Christians. Chanclas. We're made for Mexican moms disciplining their kids. Amen. But it won't, listen, it won't work for fighting devils. I don't know about you, but my mom would throw it, hit me, and fly back to her. Put it back on and tells me, behave. Right, mom? Oh, she's calling me again. Listen, if you, don't, if you don't have good foot in church, you can't swing the sword with no stability. 
Ephesians 6.15 says, stand therefore. This is a military phrase. Come on. You have to conquer. You have to resist. And when you do all this, you got to stand therefore. In other words, you got to be ready to battle again. Come on, just because you knock down one devil, you knock down one situation, amen, doesn't mean you relax and you put your chanclas back on. Come on, you got to be ready for the next one. So it says, it says, therefore stand. Get ready for the next one that's coming. Get ready, amen, because he's not giving up. Come on, you got to stand your ground. You got to stand firm. You got to take a drink of water. Take a deep breath. Some of you just take a deep breath. And get ready to fight again. Come on, once we have a victory, once you did your sweep, once you knocked somebody down, once you got a little victory uh, over a situation that you were facing, amen. Uh, come on, take a deep breath, take a drink of water, but therefore stand and get ready for the next battle. Paul says, get ready to spread the gospel and fight the enemy. Feet are needed. Without feet, church, the gospel does not go nowhere. This covering, the, the sandals, uh, this armor is protecting us in bringing the good news. Come on, what a great opportunity for you and I, the church, not only in this season, uh, uh, come on, uh, of this darkness, amen, but a season of a Savior. That we can share the good news, invite somebody to church, amen, uh, and say, you know what, uh, we, need to, we need to preach Jesus. Come on, somebody. And this armor protects us for what to come, that comes against us. You and I, say me, you and I are to bring the gospel into every spiritual battle that we are involved in. And we are to stand on the word of God. Let every battle be word-based. Every fight that you know, let it be word-based. you got to know your word, church. Come on. Church, we don't fight using our own words. We don't fight in profanity. Amen. I know that sometimes it can feel good cussing somebody out. But that's not how the Christian fights. You fight with the word of God. Come on. Someone picks on you and you right away want to start to cuss somebody out. Come on. Ooh, beep, 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 beep. As you guys know, I beep everyone at my job. They cuss. They don't, they don't cuss around me. They beep. They, they, they replace it with a beep because I'm there. You're a dumb beep. Oh, hard share. <laughs> Come on. We don't fight that way, church. We don't fight each other that way. We don't fight. We fight against the enemy. We fight against these spiritual forces of evil. Amen. We fight against them, but, but we don't fight in our own words. We fight with the word of God. With the word of God, you have authority. With the word of God, things happen. Amen. You go forth with the word of God and watch what God, what God does. We fight with the word of God and we stand on that word. Let's look at the preparation. Because we must be ready. Tell your neighbor, get ready. Be ready. We got to be ready to march. You got to be ready to battle. You always have to be ready. You have to stand there for You got to be ready, amen, for the fight, amen, because he does not fight fair. 
Come on, he's roaming around, as the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, like a roaring lion seeking to someone to devour him. And he's looking for opportunities. He's looking if you came out of the house with your chunkas. You always have to have sandals on, church. We fight with our sandals. Not in chanclas. Right? Don't chancla feel like, kick back, relax. It's, 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 it, 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 it takes a different mindset to you when you have chanclas on. When you have work boots on, guys, come on, those that work with work boots... Come on, it's something. It, it, oh, I'm a man. I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my boots. <laughs> Imagine if a construction worker went to work in chanclas. <laughs> that boy's going to get hurt. Hallelujah. Come on, or they're going to send him home. Come on, you, you got, you, this is a battle that we're in. And we got to make sure that we're wearing the sandals of peace, church. We've got to be ready to be ready to march into battle. I mean, Ephesians 6.15 says, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, it says in the King James Version. The NIV says, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Amen. The New Living Translation says, from the good news so that we can be fully prepared. See, the Israelites were commanded to eat the Passover meal with their feet shod so that they would be prepared for battle. Even in the course of a meal, church, you got to be ready to fight. The Lord, our Lord commissions his disciples. That means you and I to shod, to be shod with the sandals, amen, to be ready to go and preach the gospel at a moment's time. When the enemy is rising up and stirring things, amen, we must say, I must, we must be ready to share the gospel of peace. The Israelites were to go and possess the promised land. Amen. Listen, every Christian should consider him on a, himself on a journey. Amen. From the, this strange land. Amen. Of Egypt to the promised land. Heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. How I many know this is not our home church? Come on. This is not our final destination. Amen. We are passing through. Amen. Going to a, to a holy place to prepare a place that he prepared for you and I. Build your home here. You know, it's all right to have a nice home. It's all right to do good things, amen, but don't, don't, all that's going away. And when you leave, everybody else gets it. <laughs> oh, war breaks out, amen, hallelujah. Man, we got to do a will, huh? I don't want my kids fighting. <laughs> or the government taking it. Because <laughs> that that's what they'll do. Come on, guys. See, they're, they're supposed to possess a land. We gotta look at it. We're on this journey. We're in this valley. We're in this, we're in the desert church. We're just like the Israelites. We're just passing through, amen, going to the promised land. You see, the problem with a lot of Christians today is that they call their self, they call this their home. Their focus is here. They're, they're building the kingdom here, amen. And, 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 uh, but you know what? They, they, they don't keep their eye on the prize. They don't keep your eye that, you know, I'm going somewhere different. Come on. Yeah, we're building the kingdom. Yeah, we're building things here. Yeah, we're building our homes. And that's all okay. But don't keep, get your eyes off the finish line. Heaven is our destination, church. The church today is embracing the world's mentality. 
bringing it to the church. Amen. They're calling it new Christianity. Come on now. No, that is worldliness. Amen. And then we are called to be holy church. We are not called to compromise. We're not called to change. We're not calling, we're not here to call good evil and evil good. Amen. We are to be holy people, church. We're not changing and bringing that mentality that they're preaching out there in the world into the church. And when the church starts to look like the world, we have a problem, church. This church, that church, is wearing chanclas instead of sandals. It's a kickback church. It's a God loves everyone church. Let me know that he does. But we cannot turn into do whatever you want church. We must be ready always, listen, with our sandals on. Not only to stand in every moment to prepare to proceed, but in every moment to progress towards home. We must be ready, prepared to take the gospel wherever you go, into every battle that you run up against. See, the sign of the Christian soldier is readiness. We must be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually, for action, ready to march, stand and witness the gospel, amen. Wherever your shoes or your sandals take you, be ready. Amen. Don't focus on that. That's a distraction right now. Don't focus on it. All the enemy's doing is throwing you a chunkla right now. Don't put the chunkla on. Kick it back. Say, I don't want the chunkla. Say that. I don't want the chunkla. Give me the sandal. The enemy use anything to distract what he's bringing forward because he does not want you to hear this. He'll bring a distraction of a fly, a mosca, whatever. You know what? Give it the chancla. You can give the chancla to the mosca. We got to be ready, church. Ready to march. Ready to be prepared to, to minister to somebody. Share the gospel of peace because people are looking for peace. People are looking for hope. Somebody say peace. Somebody say hope. The world is looking for that. And we have the answer. Come on, somebody. So we got to be ready, amen. We got to have our sandals on because you cannot preach in chanclas. You got to know your word. We have the feet. We have the preparation, amen. And the last is the gospel of the gospel, amen. Why does peace, what does peace have to do with the battle? See, in this spiritual battle, church, it's all about peace between God and man. It's about the reconciliation, reconciling with God and reconciling with each other. Amen. Reunion, resolving. Come on, somebody. And it's about coming together, bringing it all together, amen. That is what the peace is, amen. God wants you to have some peace in your homes. Some of your homes don't have peace. Come on, and people can feel it. If you walk into a home and there's this hostile environment, or you, you can, you can, I can walk into a place like that and say, man, there's something going on here. We gotta establish 
peace within our homes. We've got to establish peace within our communities. We've got to establish peace, amen, wherever we go, church, even in your workplace, even if you don't like it. Don't like your boss? There should be peace still there. Come on, you establish that. You establish it for everybody else. I tell people I'm at work, amen. You know why I'm here? For you to make you better. I'm here to make you better. That's why I still stay working. That's why I still stay here. Because you know what? I'm here to make you better. Amen. Come on. I'm telling you. They may not be flooding into the church. Amen. But they stop, they stop cussing. People are getting married. They're not fornicating. Why? Because I tell them, man, you're fornicating. And they didn't even know what that word meant. And then I told them, that's you. If you don't get right, you're going to hell. <laughs> so they get married. <laughs> Church, you change the atmosphere of your situations. God has you where you're at because you're there to make people better. Or you should be making them better. Unless you're part of them. Come on. We're supposed to be different, church. We're supposed to change environments. We're supposed to bring the peace of God to those places. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, when I backslid for 10 years, I came back to make peace with God. I reconciled with him. Come on, I, 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 we were at war. I was at war with God. Without God, I'm at war, amen. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I, all this stuff, amen, and I'm, I'm, I'm away from God, amen. So when I got saved, I had to make my peace with God. I said things I should not said. I done things I should not done. Come on, these are things, amen, that were against God, amen. And so I made my peace with the Lord. And that's what the peace of the gospel is, amen, that we reconcile ourselves back with God, amen. We reconcile back with each other, amen, and now allow the peace of God to bring comfort with us. 2 Corinthians 5.18 says, And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him, for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave them this wonderful message of reconciliation uh, so that we are Christ's ambassadors. Making uh, his plea through us, we speak for Christ, we plead, come back to God. Our thing is to get people to reconcile themselves and make a peace with God. That's why people in their last dying days, they, they, they want to make a peace with God. They say, you know what, i got to make peace. Before I leave this world, before I die, I need, I need to make my peace. And the gospel does say, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's about making that peace. I've led several people who are on their dying days or in their dying bed and lead them to the Lord to make peace with God. That's an awesome, that's an awesome thing to do, church. The peace of the gospel is to tell people, make peace with God. Get it right. Get right with God before all this. Get it right. For the backslider, is to come back, come back home, and make your peace with God. It's about peace with each other. Peace within yourself, for some of you. Some of you guys are in war within yourself. 
You don't leave, you don't live peaceful. You don't, you, you're, you're always hostile. You're always mad about your things within yourself. Make a peace with yourself. Forgive yourself. Come on, somebody. Stop wearing that, 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 that crown of shame. Stop wearing that, that apron, that, that garment of shame and, 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 and everything from the world or, or what the world has placed on you. Take it off. You're forgiven. Let the peace settle upon you. Let his peace come over you. Come over you, church. Have peace within yourself. See, after being backslidden for 10 years, not only did I make peace with God, but I made peace within myself, with my wife, with my family, with my kids. I had to come and make peace. I had to sign peace treaties. Come on, I had to sit down. I mean, I really had to sit down with my oldest son, amen, that, that got the worst of it, amen. I had to sit down. I, I had to apologize. I had to come with peace, amen. Though he forgave me, I, I said, no, God, I have to say this, son. I, I, want, I have to have peace within myself. I don't say this. I got to say this. You got to hear it. I want peace. I want to be cool. I want to make it right. That's what we do, Church. Not only we get saved and get right with God, but we got to get right with each other. Come on, how can we go forward and call ourselves Christians, yet we're warring with our brothers and sisters? We're warring with those that are not saved. We're warring with family, amen. We're warring and warring. That makes us hostile, and we call ourselves Christians, disciples, followers. We love everybody except you. Come on, that's how we walk around sometimes. Something happens and we don't want to talk to nobody. We pass each other. Sometimes we even within our own homes. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring that peace into your house. You gotta speak the gospel in your house. You gotta preach the word in your house, church. Come on. Kick that devil out. Kick that hostile spirit out. Come on. Throw that chunkla out. <laughs> Some of you guys got to go home and throw chunklas out of your house. <laughs> Come on. We'll be on the news. Chunklas all over the streets of Las Vegas. <laughs> Sandal sales up. <laughs> Church. The battle who is not who wins or I'm right, you're wrong. It's about making peace. That's the bottom line. I'm tired of fighting. Me and my wife don't even fight no more. All right. I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go eat. <laughs> That's our peace offering. Eat. <laughs> Food. <laughs> John chapter 14, 27 says this. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. Remember the breastplate? Protects your heart, protects your mind, that protects what comes out. He says, I give you, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace that I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So do not be troubled 
or afraid. Come on, is this peace that the Lord offers, this peace that the Lord gives, you cannot buy it anywhere. The world does not have it. It's only found through Jesus. It's only found here. If you want, you, 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 you got to have God in your life if you want total peace. Philippians 4, 9 says, keep putting into practice all, somebody say all, all you learned and received from me, everything that you heard from me or saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. The only time you can establish peace in your life is doing God's will. When you're out of God's will, there is no peace. When you do what you want to do, there is no peace. If you align yourself and, and, and what you've heard and what you've learned and what you saw in me or saw in others that are doing God's will, when you do those things and apply them in your life, then the God of peace will come upon you. Don't it feel good when you do what God tells you to do? Don't it feel bad when you didn't do what God told you to do? Right? You simply just do it because it, it hounds you. It, it, it disturbs you. Just like anything else. When God, when God told you, give that to the offering and you didn't do it, right? And you said, uh, no, I don't think that was God. <laughs> and you know, you know it was God, right? Don't you feel horrible after and so to make it up, you thought you can just do double and it's, it just makes it. No, but that's not what God told you to do, right? Just do what he told you to do, that's all. I mean, we can't outgive God, right? We cannot. We, 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 we make a mistake. We can't just say, oh, here, here's an extra hundred bucks. <laughs> That'll cover my last week's sin. <laughs> no, no, no. You do what you need to do. You give what you need to give. Whatever he puts in your heart, that's what you do, church. And when you do that, you hear powerful testimonies. Come on, somebody. When you respond to what he's pressed in your heart, when you, when you just simply just say, okay, God. And once you, get, once you start to do that more, you just, just do it right when he tells you. I mean, it, 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 just, it, just, it just flows because you know that God's going to do something. You're going to feel good about yourself. Like when he tells you, go tell that person that I love him. And then you don't do it. And you're like, I was about to do it, but, you know, it took off. <laughs> you know? Well, you waited for like a half hour. <laughs> of course, they're going to leave. Amen. We got to respond right when it comes, right? And it should be naturally flowing from us. It's like any other conversation. Hey, what's your name? I just want to invite you to church. And then, who knows, God will use you to speak things into their lives. And that's the wow factor. And all of a sudden, the peace comes upon them. And their, 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 their structure of their face and their, the way they were standing just totally just changes. I mean, they just, they're just like, who told you about me? Right? Because you're speaking right into. Even start looking around. Is there a camera? No, it's God. You're on God's camera. 
You're his favorite channel. And he's just showing me some of you. That's all. And when you do things like that, they're like, wow. And then when you get deeper, oh, man, they, they know this is God. And you start showing and sharing things about their life and doing things, and the peace just overwhelms them. Just like when we come to the altar church, we're overwhelmed by his presence, by his peace. He may have come in mad, but then something happens in the midst of his presence. And like that last song we sang, My Surrender, I Surrender, when you finally do that, you feel his peace. Sometimes we don't want to even leave that, right? Sometimes when God's moving, like, okay, I got to preach, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's my problem, though. <laughs> I'm like, do I go now, God? I'm like this, and he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I got to wait for a little bit, and then I kind of, then he'll, then he'll kick now. Okay, okay, I'm going now. <laughs> now we go forward. We got to allow God to do what he's going to do, right? Because I don't want to disturb the peace sometimes. Because I, I was noted before as a peace killer. <laughs> Pastor, you killed it. You, uh, God, God, you killed it. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> noted as that anymore, amen. <laughs> so now I'm, just, I'm listening to God. Okay, I'm not going to listen to him, but I'm listening to you. Because I don't want to be a peace killer. <laughs> the old folks here know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I'm learning. I'm still growing. I'm still listening. And I take whatever's said and I bring it to the Lord and I apply it. Even for myself. Because I don't know it all. But I do want the peace of God. I may want his peace. Come on, hallelujah. I'm going to close with this. And it says this, uh, that a person saw a picture that really caught his eyes. You ever seen a picture? Say, I got to have that. Or something that you can put on your wall. Well, this was one of those pictures. And he said he thought it was the most beautiful picture that he ever saw. And he bought it. It was a picture of a man having a hard time in a sea of water. But holding on with both hands and his arms clinging to a cross. And staying afloat. He says, I got to get at that. I got to have that picture. But afterwards, he saw another picture that blew away the one he bought before. And he loved it even more. And it was a picture of a person coming out of the deep, dark waters with one arm clinging to the cross and another arm lifting someone else out of the water. The sandals, listen church, of the gospel of peace, peace is for others to find peace with God. For a moment it's for ourselves. And after that,